welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. How are you doing this morning? Good morning. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. Doing good. Uh, having a good good week, and uh, uh, it's always uh, enjoyable to do life with God, and it's always beautiful. So it's uh, not, not that we don't have trouble and don't have anxiety <laughs> and issues that we got to deal with, which we'll talk about today. And uh, one thing that we did, you know, we did yesterday, we taped um, uh, our guests, which actually happened to be your daughter, Anna yes. and her friend Reagan, um, and they're cute. They'll be on, uh, I believe it's December the 9th. So I uh, would really urge you to listen to that, to do these two kids. Uh, but what was their, uh, what they, what they, uh, how, what was their view of, uh, you know, being oh, there, being our it. guest? They loved it. I think they're both a little, honestly, a little anxious to see, you know, that, you know, seeing themselves on it. They're like, oh, I don't know about that. But they really enjoyed doing it and enjoyed sharing just what God's been doing in their lives. Um, and so such a, a neat time really and it fits beautifully with things that we've been talking about just what god's been growing them in right. goes right hand in hand so i think it was inspirational but it was fun for them to to be able to come on and share and a little nervous i think they were both a little bit nervous but they enjoyed it for yeah. sure yeah and reagan had uh, she had made a statement uh, actually expressed that over the last couple of weeks uh, you'll you'll see this on the when you look at the tape mm -hmm. uh that she had gone into this period of, of anxiety. Right. Uh, and of course, her anxiousness is about school and the end of the year, you know, just interesting stuff and expressed it, uh, you know, that I was anxious about, which is the mm -hmm. way, way it goes. You know, you're anxious about something right. that is impacting, you know, your life. And, and so she talked about, you know, with that, she was led to, you know, to well, focus on God and let him bring, you know, resolution to it, uh, and seek mm -hmm. and seek him. Uh, so in essence, she kind of gave, <laughs> gave the message of, yeah, that that's really how it works is that, you know, it, and we can look at it fundamentally is what we're trying to show everybody is, are we going to have a, a worry, anxiety, and fear? The answer is yes. Yeah. Okay. Now again, really simply, why? Because we live in a fallen yeah. world. <laughs> this is what we're facing. Yeah. yeah. See, um, we're built uh, to drive to uh, what I call resolution mm -hmm. uh, of things getting um, uh, taken care of. And we're, we're built this way because I believe in part of the image of God, see, is to move toward uh, the beautiful life of God, which, which, uh, and we'll have a whole series on this, uh, in the future, uh, called the covenant. Uh, God says, I'm, mm, I'm going to yeah, bless you. I'm, I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. That's my, my heart for you. Um, and I've given you, uh, the ability to, uh, get, get into that place where I can deliver the covenant. Uh, mm -hmm. remember it has to be in the kingdom. 
where he's the king and and our role is to deny self take up the cross and follow him mm -hmm. uh, and so he says that in the world uh, you're going to have trouble uh, and trouble when it comes upon you in a variety of form uh, and this could be uh, what I call at a global level so like something like um, uh, the COVID uh, disease or the uh, economy or the mm -hmm. uh, vaccine issue uh, these can these can cause even worldwide even catastrophes catastrophes but, you know, uh, and weather things that have gone on you yeah know? Uh, or wars or you know mm -hmm. things can just generally uh, I'm I'm worried that it's going to impact my life and be mm -hmm. different and be difficult let's say be difficult right uh, and frustrating uh, so that that can be one thing and then it can be very specific uh, where I have something specifically that just happens to me. Mm -hmm. um, I'm on a phone call, actually this morning, on a discipling call with a group of, of executives. Um, mm -hmm. And, um, and we're, you know, we go through the word together. And uh, the guy says, well, I'd like to share something uh, before we get going uh, today. He says, but I've had a, uh, a diagnosis of uh, something in my bladder that could be cancerous. And I have to go and you know get a biopsy because mm -hmm. uh, it could be cancerous. And then, by the way, you know bladder cancer is is pretty severe. Uh, so, right. well, he's he's afraid. Mm -hmm. uh, well, why? Well, because, because it's something very very specific that now has right. has come forward that is actually there that has to be dealt with. And right. he, at the moment, he doesn't know the outcome. Mm -hmm. um, and so there's a fear, uh-oh, what if? Mm -hmm. And that's how we play it, is that this happened to me. I just got notice of this, or I, something happened in my business, or something just happened in my family, or uh, my uh, stock market investments you know, did this. Uh-oh, uh -oh, um, something happened. How is this going to affect me? And the perspective, right. and even, even uh, he shared this, is my perspective is this could be really bad. Mm -hmm. uh, and you kind of tend to play it out. Uh, yeah, and it's hard not to sometimes in those cases, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So God says, "Yeah, I know. Uh, you're going to constantly be faced with things in your life mm -hmm. that are going to stimulate worry, anxiety, and, and fear." Right. Uh, he said, "I, I know that, uh, but I have a remedy for that." And again, we we come to this point where God says, "Either." You can go your own way and try to figure this out and go deeper into fear, mm -hmm. worry, and anxiety, uh, including uh, where it, it's called, you know, we label it in today's culture, a, dis, a anxiety disorder. Anxiety disorder, right. That, and you get the panic attacks and everything else. I'm, I'm yeah. constantly living in the state of fear and anxiety and worry, and I can't get out of it to the point is I, I almost stop functioning often and or have an attack that I go, I go extreme uh, emotion and extreme you know, mm -hmm. uh, change in my body. Or he says, you can come with me and let me resolve this, right? which I will. See, I'll do it 100% of the time. So this is why this is such an important uh, topic uh, because... <laughs> Uh, just as this person experienced uh, this morning is, well, it's real. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, now what do we do? He actually, uh, we talked about, um, you know, how should he pray? 
Mm-hmm. And oh, that's uh, great, yeah. Uh, and the uh, the thought, the initial thought was, should I just say, uh, and this is what we we talk about, of you know, should I just say, God, take care of it, because mm-hmm. I really would like this taken care of. Um, and we talked about that, and I said, well, um, as soon as we say, God, do this, and here's how I'd like mm-hmm. you to do it, you've just stated your will, not God's will. Right. And you've disqualified yourself because you're, you're, now you're out of the kingdom uh, in the flesh as opposed to him and saying, mm-hmm. uh, if we're going to be uh, in the kingdom, we've got to surrender our, our will to his uh, and have a heart. And that's what we've talked about is uh, that what would cause you to have a heart to do that? Well, mm-hmm. we've stated that uh, God says he'll resolve it. Right. And, and you've got to trust that. Number two is... Uh, that we build trust in him and a desire to go with him and stay with him and follow him mm-hmm. because we trust that he will resolve it. Okay, right. th- three, we said, what does trust look like? Well, it tr- it, interesting enough, it just looks like hanging on. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, what it says, hold on. Uh, it's just stay with me and grab hold of me and go down my path um, and uh, get committed to just holding on to the truths of what I'm going to reveal to you. Uh, stay with me. Um, uh, and now as we, and it's called hold fast, as we now go to this next uh, piece of it, uh, well, how do we do that? Uh, mm-hmm. Well, the, the answer, the beginning of that answer is, well, now we said, okay, I'm, I'm going to go with you. Um, I want to go down your path because I'm going to learn to trust you. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm going to hold on to you by staying with you. Um, and you, you've made, basically, you've made those commitments and said, I'm willing to do that. And, and again, and we say to our audience that that is where the struggle is, uh, mm-hmm. right, right there, is the answer is, yeah, but. Right. Um, I prayed, I prayed, I prayed, nothing happened. Um, I asked God to do something he never did. Um, my, my situation isn't getting a lot better, and it's just a struggle. And by the way, after this one came another one, and after that one mm-hmm. came another one, and you're, you have a life of, of trouble that you never seem to get resolved, so you kind of get discouraged. Um, and right. you say, why, would I, why should I bother you know, going, with, going with God? Well, that's what we're trying to say is these are promises that, most people never get to experience because they, they don't know how to cling to, walk with, and stay with God mm-hmm. for him to resolve it. And he said, when you walk right. away from me, <laughs> I want to, God speaking, but I can't because yeah. I can't let you be God. Uh, and even part of that, I believe, is the process of growing trust in who he is. You know, mm-hmm. I think about the number of scriptures that we read and there'll be times that I'm sitting in my time with Jesus in the morning and read a verse. And I have read it a thousand times over and so much so that it's just very familiar to me. And without even realizing it, it catches my attention that I know that in my head, but I don't truly believe that. Right. You know, and, and things about God, you know, and like you said, the fact that when we're walking with him, it is promised there is joy and there is peace that, you know, that's part of, that's something he says, that's a guarantee. So when we hold fast, even in the middle of trouble, there will be joy and peace. Yes. Well, a lot of us don't experience that. 
And so when we see that signal, you know, okay, this is something the Bible says, but I'm not experiencing it in the middle of the trouble. That's an invitation to come to him and ask him to grow that in you, to let you see it and know it by experience and to stay with it until you do. Right. And I think that's part of the holding fast as well is staying with him to really work on so that you process and you know that what it's, what the Bible says about God is meant for you personally, right, right, right. that it's not just some written something that applies to a handful of people who are holier than thou, right. you know, <laughs> it's for each of us. And he wants us to know him in that way. And, um, and it's a platform for us to learn that. Right. So it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, as we as we now move to, uh, well, how do we start moving toward resolution? Uh, we've decided to. OK, I'm going to give this a try. Um, I'm going to hold on to him. I'm going to seek him. Uh, I'm going to learn to trust him, even though I struggle with trust. That's OK. Mm -hmm. uh, how do we now start to move to? Because it again, and, and here's what we're trying to say. And we experience it. People that, uh, that learn this experience it it will get resolved. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, 100% will get resolved. And when you see it, you're rejoicing of, wow, how wonderful was that? And it encourages you mm -hmm. to do it on the next issue that comes up and the next one and the next one. Uh, Absolutely. Because it truly does. So, and, and what we're saying is this, if, if it's not really true, and if I was saying to you, well, yeah, sometimes they get resolved. Sometimes they don't. Um, I don't know. I don't know why. I guess it's God's, you know, uh, flippant will, uh, mm. or He throws a dartboard and you're the lucky one. Um, right. Then there isn't nothing. There is nothing to count on. Mm -hmm. It would be well. It's kind of back where I started, where which is. Is it really going to happen? And since it doesn't happen, why would I even pursue happening mm -hmm. it? Because I can't, I can't trust it. And, and what we're right. saying is that if you do this, it will get resolved. And when, mm -hmm. when it gets resolved 100% of the time, you're driven to say, well, then <laughs> I think I'll keep doing that. <laughs> I'll do this every time. <laughs> I think I'll keep doing that because uh, what a beautiful way to live, by the way, it's a path, not a destination. So that when you mm -hmm. get this one thing resolved, it's not, okay, great, it's done. Guess what? On the path of life, you're walking in the world and in the, in the world, you're gonna have trouble and there's mm -hmm. more adversity coming, there's more struggle coming. I just gotta learn how to hand these over to God and let him resolve them. Uh, so right. if we start out with, okay, I'm willing to, now we're gonna move into, <clears throat> we start specifically bringing our issue before him and seeking, mm -hmm. seeking his answer. So uh, let's start with uh, Matthew uh, 6, 33 and 34. Uh, very simple statement. Uh, we, we've all heard this before, but let's, let's look at it. Matthew yeah. uh, 6, 33 and 34. And this is one of those, not that they aren't all, but this is one of those that I think sometimes we can be so familiar with that we miss the depth of what God promises. Right, right. So. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Yeah. So um, it's laid out with a very specific thing. Uh, seek first mm -hmm. what? 
the kingdom of God. The kingdom of means God. His will. You and know? His righteousness. Um, that mm-hmm. um, I'm going to seek Him as the answer to my issue. Mm-hmm. And if I seek Him, and this is what we're trying to say with this binary position, is you cannot seek Him, and you're going to mm-hmm. continue to have the, the trouble overwhelm you, or you can seek Him, and He says, and all these things mm-hmm. shall be given to you. What things? The resolution to the trouble, because that's what He's referring to. The things right. that are that are part of life that you need resolution to. Mm-hmm. All these things, all these things will be given to you. I'll resolve it. Seek mm-hmm. ye first the kingdom of God um, and His righteousness, so that it becomes a priority. Is okay. I'm going to seek you, mm-hmm. and what your answer is to this issue. And so you make a commitment: is I'm going to start down the path of seeking you and your answer. Um, mm-hmm. And it's a choice to make. Okay, let's go to Exodus 33. Uh, 7 to 11, and these are going to be uh, uh, more more understanding of how the seeking looks, what the seeking looks like. Good. Now Moses used to take the tent and pitch it outside the camp, far off from the camp, and he called it the tent of meeting. And everyone who sought the Lord would go out to the tent of meeting, which was outside the camp. Whenever Moses went out to the tent, all the people would rise up, and each would stand at his tent door and watch Moses until he had gone into the tent. When Moses entered the tent, the pillar of cloud would descend and stand at the entrance of the tent, and the Lord would speak with Moses. And when all the people saw the pillar of cloud standing at the entrance of the tent, all the people would rise up and worship, each at his tent door. Thus the Lord used to speak to Moses face to face as a man speaks to his friend. When Moses turned again into the camp, his assistant Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man, would not depart from the tent. Okay. A um, couple of cool, cool things in here. Um, Moses went into what's called the tabernacle mm-hmm. or the tent of meeting. Um, and it's, it, it means exactly what it says. Uh, when I go in, I meet with who? With God. With God. Who, yeah. who spoke to Moses. And I love the way it phrases it even. Spoke with Moses as he would with a friend. Okay. You know, that that face to face. I love that. Yeah. It's and so, so personal. Yeah. And so think about that is, um, and the reason he put that phrase in is um, he's not, you know, and again, we kind of, we kind of portray God as he's up there mm-hmm. and he's got these proclamations and he's telling us, these are my proclamation. Uh, I hope you follow me. Good luck. Mm-hmm. Um, no, he's talking as a friend so that if you're talking, uh, let's say you and I are talking, which we, we were before the, we taped this, right? Um, what are we doing? Well, we're, we're dialoguing, mm-hmm. uh, we're, we're stating things, we're asking questions, we're explaining things together. Uh, what Well, the things that are on our heart we're mm-hmm. discussing so when it says talking as a friend, it's really, uh, and this is, by the way, the word uh, all the way through Scripture, that when it mm-hmm. says, um, I'll, be ta- I'll be taught by God, mm-hmm. uh, it's enter into discussion with God and receive understanding and truth through discussion. Um, mm. So it's not, see, we don't, don't, he didn't go into the tent 
and, and, and God said, okay, Moses, here's the three things I need you to do. And um, I'm telling you, you know, this is the answer and I'll see you later. It's, right. it's no, it's dialogue with him. Well, what about this? How does this work? What, what does that look like? Um, uh, and so he said, as you're seeking me, he said, basically come to the tent of meeting, mm-hmm. which by the way is, is where it's, it's us. Because right. because the body of Christ is within us, and the right. temp, the temple we are the temple of God. So we yeah, are, the, and at the crucifixion, the veil was torn in two. You know, right. and so we have that access now to the holy of holies, twenty four seven. Twenty four seven is to go in and, and have it into the tent of meeting, um, and then there's this interesting statement: uh, talk to God, uh, and He would go out. Mm-hmm. Well, well, who stayed there? Joshua stayed there. Well, Joshua stayed there to continue discussing with God. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, now there's two things about that. One, it wasn't unique to Moses. Mm-hmm. Anybody, interesting enough, anybody could go to the tent of meeting. Mm. Most people didn't. Now, was anyone allowed to at that point, or were I mean, there were there were restrictions culturally at that point on who could enter in? Correct. No, because uh, think no? think of well, think of Joshua. Yeah, he wasn't a priest. He he wasn't he wasn't a minister. Oh, he was true. he was just a layman. What would be called a okay. layman, and he would go in, and uh, it wasn't even you could say, well, yeah, but he was tied to Moses. Well, if that was right. true. When Moses went out, he'd have to go out too. Hmm. What did he do? It says he stayed, yeah. He stayed there in, the, in a tent of meeting. Interesting enough, tent of meeting, anybody could go in the tent of meeting, but, but they didn't. Okay. Uh, because again, they had already come to a point of discouragement that hmm. we're not going to ever get the covenant, so why bother? Um, mm-hmm. And they just lived this this uh, life, in a sense, apart from God, wandering around for forty years. And God was angry with them for forty years, mm-hmm. and they didn't they didn't have the they didn't take the privilege of going into the tent of meeting. Well, Joshua did. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, now think of think about Joshua, um, and I, I try to put myself in his spot a little bit. Uh, at the very beginning, when they sent the spies in, mm-hmm. and this is right after they uh, crossed the Red Sea. God, right. God said, I'm going to take you to the promised land. Right. Uh, and it's all there ready for you to, to uh, take over and possess it. Uh, and I'll deliver it to you. Let's go. Uh, the 10 spies say, too difficult. We're not going. Joshua, right, Joshua Josh and Caleb, Caleb what, they, what did they say? <laughs> if you say so, we can do it. Yeah. And we're all in. Yeah, they know? said they gave a, what's called a good report. You can read that in, in Hebrews mm-hmm. 11 too is Joshua and Caleb said, yep, all of that's true, but God, but mm-hmm. God said, and therefore, because God said it, we're willing to go right. into the promised land now. Well, because they're the only two out of two million mm-hmm. that were willing to go, God said, well, then we're not going. Uh, well, okay, so Joshua and Caleb had a heart to go. Right. They knew that everything was over there, Mm-hmm. And here we are wandering around for 40 years, basically living in what I would call literally hell. Mm-hmm. And I, I've been there. And it's, it's, it's unpleasant. Right. It's hot. There's no trees anywhere in sight. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's dry. And they, weren't, they didn't have any, any city. They didn't have any functioning beds. It was, it was just um, 
tents and cots and mm-hmm. uh, and for me, um, particularly the way that I'm wired is boredom would have mm-hmm. been to me that would have been the biggest uh, right. uh, or a uh, thing that that would I would really not enjoy is this would be so boring mm-hmm. every single day. Uh, knowing that you know, for, and think I'm thinking 40 years. That's a that's a long time. That's a long time, uh, right? Of boredom. Um, and see, I would have, and I, I was surprised that a lot of people of, in that uh, generation didn't say, "Well, yeah, I know we're not we're not sure about this, but why don't we just go in go anyway? So what if it doesn't work? I mean, right? I don't want to live. Yeah, it's this interesting way. to me that their their go to was more to whine about going back to Egypt. Yeah. <laughs> Going, going back to bondage, and I think about how many times we do that. The, the bondage of certain things is what we know. And so even though it's not freedom, we're more comfortable there than stepping into the freedom God promises. Yeah, and there's always, something, there's always something funny about that, by the way. Um, they kept talking about going back to Egypt. Uh, in, <laughs> in order to go back to Egypt, what would they have had to, uh, had to happen for them? They would have had to keep going back through the the desert and back over the Jordan and all of these things as well, right? Well, how did they how did they get across the, the Red Sea? God had to part it. A miracle. Yeah. They would have had to have a miracle to go back. Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of funny uh, that uh, they just experienced a miracle and we actually want to go back to bondage and I need a, mi- <laughs> I a would miracle re- to would, get back. It to- would require a miracle <laughs> to go back and that's why they couldn't go back. Oh, that's interesting. That's why they couldn't go back. They had to wander around for 40 years. So Joshua, huh. um, as I'm as I'm looking at at his life, you know, how could he do that for forty years? Well, he, we just heard the heard the answer. He was in the he tent of meeting. He stayed in God's presence. He yeah. was in God's presence, and God kept encouraging him. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna still go. You and Caleb mm-hmm. are still gonna go. Uh, and trust me, and spend time with me, and learn about me, and process mm-hmm. with me, and ask me questions, and I'll talk to you as I do to a friend. And so. As you're seeking God, it's will then start to lay out with him uh, the things of, of life that are troubling you mm-hmm. and go talk to him uh, directly and lay it, lay it out. And we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about this, but okay. it's uh, uh, the privilege is you can go to the tent of meeting anytime you want to. Mm-hmm. And God will speak to you and dialogue with you and, and we can trust it. OK, let's go to. Uh, Second Corinthians 15, uh, 1 to 15. It's a, it's a little bit of a, a long story, but that's okay. It's, it's good. good uh, uh, Great. Second input. Chronicles. Yeah. Second Chronicles. Second Chronicles. Sorry. Second okay. Chronicles 15, 1 to 15. The Spirit of God came upon Azariah, the son of Oded, and he went out to meet Asa and said to him, Hear me, Asa, and all Judah and Benjamin. The Lord is with you while you are with him. If you seek him, he will be found by you. But if you forsake him, he will forsake you. For a long time, Israel was without the true God and without a teaching priest and without law. And when in their distress, they turned to the Lord, the God of Israel and sought him, he was found by them. In those times, there was no peace to him who went out or to him who came in for great disturbances afflicted all the inhabitants of the lands. They were broken in pieces. Nation was crushed by nation and city by city for God troubled them with every sort of distress. But you take courage, do not let your hands be weak for your work shall be rewarded. As soon as Asa heard these words, the prophecy of Azariah, the son of Oded, 
he took courage and put away the detestable idols from all the land of Judah and Benjamin and from the cities that he had taken in the hill country of Ephraim. And he repaired the altar of the Lord that was in front of the vestibule of the house of the Lord. And he gathered all Judah and Benjamin and those from Ephraim, Manasseh, and Simeon who were residing with them. For great numbers had deserted to him from Israel when they saw that the Lord his God was with him. They were gathered at Jerusalem in the third month of the 15th year of the reign of Asa. They sacrificed to the Lord on that day from the spoil they had brought, 700 oxen and 7,000 sheep. And they entered into a covenant to seek the Lord, the God of their fathers, with all their heart and with all their soul, but that whoever would not seek the Lord, the God of Israel, should be put to death, whether young or old, man or woman. They swore an oath to the Lord with a loud voice and with shouting and with trumpets and horns. And all Judah rejoiced over the oath, for they had sworn with all their heart and had sought him with their whole desire. And he was found by them, and the Lord gave them rest all around. Yeah. So, um, you know, here's a great example of uh, they're in trouble. They've been in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, and things are, uh, you know, kind of oppressed. Uh, things have come against them. Uh, things aren't working well. Um, and there's a, a, a instruction well, go seek God. Mm-hmm. Um, because, and, and again, the, the discussion is, well, they haven't been seeking God so far. Right. And <laughs> do you see the result of that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> how's that going for you? <laughs> how's that going for you? So it's, you haven't been seeking God, and it's not working out. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been that way for quite a while. Uh, even with the admonition to seek God, but they're not. So mm-hmm. I tell you what, why don't you seek God? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you seek God, He is going to come, come and give you resolution. Right. Uh, so go and seek Him. Okay, so uh, they, Asa basically said, you know what? <laughs> um, even though we haven't done that, and even though we're not used to doing that, and we haven't seen, we've never seen any benefit right. of being, quote, a child of God. Because, because, and they know, you know, they know the Old Testament of mm-hmm. they're the children of God. They're the believers of the time. They're, they're believing in God. And uh, so, yeah, even though we're believers and we're not seeing that, but we've been given an instruction to go seek him. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he says, if you seek him, he what? He'll, you'll be found. He'll be found. Yeah. He'll be found and he'll deliver the, the answer. Um, so he mm-hmm. does. He purposely uh, goes out. He said, Let's, let us all make a covenant. And that covenant is an agreement mm-hmm. that we're going to seek God. And therefore, God, if we seek God, God's going to deliver the answer. Because um, right. the covenant is a two-way agreement. If we seek God, then he'll, he'll deliver the agreement. Uh, he'll deliver the answer. So they did. Um, and God re- responded to them. Uh, and then it, they actually make this interesting statement. Um, if anybody doesn't have a heart to seek God, mm-hmm. now in this case, it was extreme. What, what were they going to do? They said to kill him, yeah, put him gonna, to death. They're going to put him to death. In other words, mm-hmm. and again, this is uh, symbolic uh, for us, is in your circle, mm-hmm. uh, and we'll, we're going to actually spend some time about what does that mean, but... If you have anybody in your circle that doesn't have a heart to seek God, well, then you got to pull, pull them out, push them out. Mm-hmm. Um, no, um, I'm not going to have you cause me, um, you know, a double-mindedness because mm-hmm. you are saying, why bother? 
uh, right. you don't have a heart to seek God. And it's not it's not a matter of you know we go to this extreme that they did because it's just a, a symbol of it. But it's basically make it so they're not part of the life of what mm-hmm. you're doing, which is to go seek God. And even though they hadn't experienced God's blessing, and they were instructed to seek God. They, mm-hmm. said, they said, okay, let's go seek God. And that's what we're trying to help everybody here is we know you haven't, you haven't learned that uh, really well, and there's a doubt about that. Right. Should it, should it, is it really worth doing? Mm-hmm. And the answer we're trying to say is uh, we're going to give you the same instruction is if you seek him, he'll, you, you'll find him. Right. And he'll answer your question. He'll answer your mm-hmm. issue. You know, trust it. So, yes, take the time like Asa did and said, okay, you know what? We're going to do it, and everybody that wants to do it, join us. Everybody that doesn't want to do us, and don't join us. Mm-hmm. Um, and they separated it out from hearts that, that wanted to. Uh, okay, go to uh, Psalm uh, 69, 16 to 18. Uh, we're building, Answer. again, truth here about seeking. Answer me, O Lord, for your steadfast love is good. According to your abundant mercy, turn to me. Hide not your face from your servant, for I am in distress. Make haste to answer me draw near to my soul redeem me ransom me because of my enemies okay so um <laughs> it's uh i'm in trouble mm-hmm. um, i've got distress um see at this point it's not even talking about why mm-hmm. a lot of times the why is well we we actually caused it because we walked away from god and we're getting whacked by right. the world and God's actually adding to it. So um, he doesn't say if, 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 he just says, I'm in distress. Mm-hmm. And what does this person do? He cries out. Right. And what does, he right. Say? what does he say? It's really interesting. What does he say? Answer me. Answer God. me. <laughs> okay, answer yeah. me. Answer mm-hmm. me. Okay, now, when you say that, answer me, what, what exactly are you asking? For resolution to the problem. Okay, which problem? You know, for my, my problem. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. See, it's very specific. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not generic. It's not. Well, I got a problem. I hope you take care of it. Um, mm-hmm. And our prayers, interesting enough, don't go to this point of actually what I need is an answer. Mm-hmm. Right. It's I say I would like you to do this. Please take care of it and let, let me know when you do. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's not what he says here. I'm in distress. Right. I'm crying out. Yeah. God, I need an answer to this specific thing so that I can be released from the heaviness and the burden and the oppression mm-hmm. of what's causing me distress. Right. Um, and I, lo- I love the authenticity that you see here, too, because I think sometimes we can... Um, I don't know what the word is, but, um, but we can falsely decide that trusting God means we're not real with our emotions either. Okay. He was not remotely fake with his emotions. He brought his emotions and what he's feeling to God and, and, and ask him in, in the midst of that, he's still seeking and he was very authentic with it. And I think we can think we have to mask our emotions in order to truly be trusting. And I just think that's, that's not true. No, no. And, and, and that can trust can be, um, a false trust, uh, and that is yeah. um, that. Well, okay, I trust God. Uh, I guess God will work it out. And and mm-hmm. by me saying He'll work it out, 
I trust him. And mm-hmm. isn't that a demonstration of trust? Interesting enough, while I suppress my feelings mm-hmm. and my emotion, um, and I, what I do is I go to place what I call resignation. Right. I guess this is how it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess I should put up with it. And God's trying to teach me something. And I need to be stronger than I am. Isn't that trust? And that's what you're trying to say here right. is that, well, right. actually, that's a false sense of trust. That yeah. I'm not just laying it out there saying, hey, wait a minute, I'm in trouble here. Right. I, got, I got a problem. Something's really uh, bothering me. I'm in distress. The word distress is greatly perplexed, mm-hmm. greatly stressed, greatly uh, 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 in, a, in a position of emotional distraught. Um, I need an answer. Right. Not, I hope you fix it. It's, I need mm-hmm. an answer for this problem. Yeah. Uh, and the beauty of being authentic with what you're talking about there is that not only will he bring resolution to the problem, but often in the process of it, if we really lean in and we, we ask him and, and get specific in questions with him, he will also bring healing to some of the things that are at the root of the emotions that are drawn up. Right, and so right. there is more that will go on in the process. You know, remembering everything is something God can use to make us look more like him. Yep. And, and bring healing to our lives. And yeah. so it, it's a beautiful thing. Let's go, uh, let's go further. Uh, Psalm 118, uh, 1 to 9. Okay. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Let Israel say his steadfast love endures forever. Let the house of Aaron say his steadfast love endures forever. Let those who fear the Lord say his, set, his steadfast love endures forever. Out of my distress, I called on the Lord, and the Lord answered me and set me free. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do to me? The Lord is on my side as my helper. I shall look in triumph on those who hate me. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man. It is better to take take refuge in the Lord than to trust in princes. Yeah. Uh, so um, he starts out saying, um, interesting enough, give thanks for his mm-hmm. steadfast love. Um, and he gives it a variety of basically uh, start, always start there. Mm-hmm. This, this goes back to uh, our initial statement in the series of the word steadfast love is, is covenant loyalty. That's God's, covenant, God's right? loyal, yeah. loyalty to the covenant. That you start out, okay, I got a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm saying to you, Father, that I trust that you are going to deliver the covenant. You're going to bless me to make me a blessing in the middle mm-hmm. of this distress I'm in. Right. He said, start with that as a, as a, a beginning point. Mm-hmm. Okay, now, if you do and you say, okay, God's going to deliver the covenant to me. I got a problem. God's going to deliver the covenant to me. What are you saying to God? What are you, what are you, what are you uh, uh, basically presenting to God and believing? You're believing he's going to bring resolution I'm going to and bring, that that will actually be a beautiful thing. Yes, I'm going to bring resolution. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you say that. I, I know you're going to bring resolution. Okay, and, and, and the key is, this is in the seeking piece of it, is you don't just stop there. Mm-hmm. The, the psalm didn't end there. Right. And say, okay, uh, God, bring, uh, you, I believe you're going to bring resolution. Hallelujah. No. Mm-hmm. 
that's the beginning of, of why I would seek God's answer. And he says, I called out in my distress mm-hmm. and God answered me. Right. God gave well, me specific, even specificity. Backing up a little before you even get into the specificity there. I love when you look at verses two through four, you see a progression yeah. that, that you cannot deny, you know, let all of Israel say this. So, so yes, you know, all of my children. And then it comes down to, to a little more specific, let all of the house of Israel. And, and by the way, if you didn't get it, let those who fear, I'm speaking to you individually right, now. Right, right, right. So don't just believe it for everyone else or even for a select group, but I'm saying this to you. Are you with me personally on right. this? That's right. Uh, that ultimately it's your choice mm-hmm. that it's available to everybody. Yes. You're included in everybody, but ultimately now do you have a heart to follow me? Right. And you and even if everybody doesn't around you, I can still mm-hmm. do this for you. Yes. Uh, so trust me and, and come. And he says, um, I called out I, uh, and asked God for an answer and he gave it to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and he started to reveal his answer uh, to me that I then understood that this is going to get resolved because it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a specific answer to this problem that you now have cried out about. Um, right. So that you're laying before him uh, the specificity of it. Here's what's going on. Here's the issue. Here's what I know about it. Uh, right. What's your answer to this particular thing? Yeah. Uh, and this verse even reminds me. It says, "The Lord answered me and set me free." Yeah. You know, when we taught, when we teach abiding, we talk about truth leads to um, or abiding leads to truth, and truth leads to freedom. Right. And so it's not just he answered me, but he answered me. And when he answered me, that did set me free. Right. Free to step into the abundant life he promised, free to step into everything that he has for me, free to step into his resolution and know that it is best, none better. There is some serious freedom there that we need to tie into seeking him. Yeah. Um, and and uh, the freedom comes when? When, I, when God speaks. Yeah. My answer, even though the answer hasn't been even fulfilled. Even if it's yet. not resolute, yes. Even if it's not done, the freedom comes as soon as it's spoken. Right. He answered right. because, and they were oh, set free. Okay, now I know what's going to happen. Um, and I'll be able to walk into the resolution mm-hmm. of it because I've heard what you said about this. And now I just got to walk into it. And that gives me freedom and excitement. And I start to look at things differently instead of right. just being a problem and uh-oh. It's, well, this ought to be interesting. I wonder how, right. God, how God's going to resolve this. Anticipation of what he's going to do. And even the sense of adventure of, you know, we're in this together and right. he's leading me through this. Right. Okay. Let's do uh, one more in this session. Go to Pro, uh, Psalm 13, 1 to 6. Psalm 13, 1 to 6. How long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I take counsel in my soul and have sorrow in my heart all the day? How long shall my enemy be exalted over me? Consider and answer me, O Lord my God. Light up my eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death. Lest my enemies say I have prevailed over him, lest my foes rejoice because I am shaken. But I have trusted in your steadfast love. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. Yeah. Uh, well, that's pretty. <laughs> that's pretty uh, straightforward. Is uh, mm-hmm. hey, how long is this going to happen? <laughs> um, I'm not seeing anything happen here. Um, mm-hmm. How long is this going to happen? Um, and that's that's our emotion. See, that's our true issue. Right. Is man, I wish this was over. Um, and it mm-hmm. doesn't seem to get 
over. Um, and, right. Or it could be a, this could be a long term thing. Or this guy that talked this morning, man, this could take a while. Um, if mm -hmm. I have bladder cancer, this could take a while. Um, right. Uh, so how long is that going to go on? Um, mm -hmm. And your thought is, is it going to be basically when you say how long is this going to happen? Is is this always the way it's going to be, mm -hmm. or is the outcome going to really be negative? Um, right. And that's what I got to I got to put up with. Uh, and so he lays it out there: how long, how long, how long? And then he says, "Well, I've come to an understanding that I'm going to seek you." because of your covenant loyalty. Mm -hmm. um, so I'll go that, I'm gonna go that, in other words, he says, I'm going, <laughs> I'm going that direction. Right. Um, and you are gonna answer me and I'm gonna rejoice because I do know you're gonna bring a resolution to this so mm -hmm. that in the middle, and basically it's, it's, it's you can tell in this scenario, uh, which is David, um, he kind of woke up because he's kind of mm -hmm. feeling sorry for himself. Right, um, right. And then he says, oh, wait a second. I can, I can go see God. Uh, yeah. God can give me an answer here. I don't need to stay. In other words, I don't need to stay mm -hmm. in this place where I'm kind of stuck and feeling like nothing's ever going to happen. Mm -hmm. and, he, and in the middle of the psalm, he kind of wakes up. Oh, yeah. oh, that's right. I can go to God. I can yeah. go see God. Well, God will give me the even answer. Even in that, I think if you look at verse three, consider and answer me, O Lord, my God, light up my eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death. He did, he recognized in humility enough that even that he needed God to do, right? He needed God to light up his eyes, to get, to get the darkness out, to pull him out of this pit that he was sitting in and wallowing in, um, in the emotions. He needed God to bring truth and light to that right. so that he could step into really seeking God and hearing from yeah. him. Yeah. Take, take me away from me saying, take me away from my focus on darkness yeah. And the problem to, well, light up my eyes, show me light, which is going to lead me yeah. to resolution. Oh, yeah, that's right. I don't exactly. need to stay in darkness. I can go to the light. Right. Um, and may I see it? May I uh, experience it? So, uh, you know, we're going to continue a little bit more, a few more uh, verses about this and then get into um, bringing others into the process uh, mm. so that um, it's hard sometimes to do it by yourself. Right. Um, and there's a really beautiful way of us to. Uh, gather people with us, and it actually, uh, and we'll we'll talk about this tomorrow. Uh, called a sacred assembly, mm. uh, and what does that look like uh, to bring together a sacred assembly? Because it's always about the sacred assembly. Interesting enough, was always when they were in deep trouble. Mm -hmm. Hey, you know what? We we need to come together and and say let's go seek God together. And it was a, mm -hmm. as a process to that. Um, so we're going to continue this discussion of seeking and then we're going to talk next time about how do we bring people around us in a sacred assembly because basically it's to kick start it mm -hmm. uh, is we're saying seek god and again everybody can say okay fine how do i do that well we're going to tell you next time how how we kick start that uh, oh that's beautiful it's, it's really going to be yeah fun. looking so, forward to yeah, it so we'll do that so we'll pick that up tomorrow and uh, encourage you to uh Start laying out your issues before God. Uh, go to the tent of meeting. Uh, seek God. Uh, start to talk to God. And we'll, and we'll get specifics mm -hmm. here about how do we do that. But begin to talk to God directly about the issue. And by the way, expect an answer to this particular thing. So we'll, we'll talk more okay. about that tomorrow. So we'll Excellent. Looking forward to it. This is such a great series for all of us, I yeah. think, right now. So yeah. thank you for joining us, everyone. 
Um, we are looking forward to the rest of the journey that God has us on with this. So be blessed. Have a wonderful day. Yeah, we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos. Thank you.